Hey everyone, this is Adam Ellenboss from Nightlight Astrology, and today we are going to be taking a look at the Sun's upcoming square to Neptune, which is perfecting over the weekend. Interestingly enough, it's happening around Father's Day, uh, which uh, is interesting considering that the Sun square Neptune is often indicative of karma around fathers. So we'll talk about that. That's kind of interesting as a side note. But five things to watch for with the Sun square Neptune today, preparing you for that transit over the weekend. Uh, it's a quick transit, but it's one that will still, uh, it, it should show up. And for, for most people being familiar with the archetypal themes is going to be helpful. So that is our goal for today. Before we get into it, as always, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, share your comments. If you have some reflections to share or a story to share, you can use the hashtag grabbed. If you have a good story to share that illustrates a transit, tell us, use the hashtag grabbed and then tell us the transit and then tell us your story or email it to us, grabbed at nightlightastrology.com. Be sure to pop over to my website, nightlightastrology.com. If you also want to check out any of our readings or courses, we've just had some new courses start. It's not too late to sign up. If you want to check those out under the first year course page in particular, you can see uh, the new course that just got started. Any questions, email us, info at nightlightastrology.com. Okay, well, let's first of all take a look at the real-time clock. Uh, today's going to be short and sweet, just trying to make sure we cover Sun Neptune before the weekend hits. So... Uh, here we are on Friday, June 16th, and you can see the transit, uh, whoops, here we go. You can see the transit perfecting right here. The sun is at 25 Gemini, Neptune at 27 Pisces. So we're going to take this and push it forward two days. And when we look at Sunday, June 18th, we see that the sun is in Gemini square, Neptune in the sign of Pisces. That will be fading all the way until about Wednesday, June 21st. So in particular, we, we also have this transit uh, in the engagement range as the summer solstice comes through. It's kind of interesting. Uh, so a big transitional moment for the sun happening right as it comes off from the square to Neptune. So the square is June 18th, Sunday. Um, that we see the actual square coming through, but then you'll experience it the 19th, 20th into the early part of next week. So we are preparing ourselves now because the transit is uh, just about two degrees off, which means it's in the engagement range on the applying side. So uh, you should be feeling this already, potentially. If not, all the way through Tuesday, it is sort of in the air. So with that in mind, I want to talk about five very basic things to watch for when the sun is square to Neptune. Sort of short and sweet today, but <clears throat> I think that these five ought to prepare you and help you notice the transit passing through. And these are, again, I don't rank them like number one or, or five, four, you know, I, I don't go in any special order. I just, these are just my notes that are there to help people out there who have expressed over the years that it's really helpful to see the main points that I make listed. So number one, when the sun squares Neptune or opposes Neptune or conjoins Neptune, really any combination you will see this mythic combination generate the idea or the feeling or the need for life to be heroic, to be lived as a hero's journey, as like Joseph Campbell would say, or that there is a mythological or almost literary dimension to life, that life becomes sort of operatic or cinematic, or um, it becomes like a, a novel or a great play or a great song or something like that. When the sun, which generally represents ambition, life direction, action, our sense of purpose, all things that were associated with the sun going back several thousand years in ancient astrology, when they contact Neptune, this great otherworldly, imaginative, romantic, um, uh, archetypal uh, field, 
they tend to generate the feeling that our life journey is heroic, is epic, is and is mythic or romantic or poetic in some way. Now, when that happens, for a lot of us, we will experience that as inspiring, especially when life has gotten uninspiring or we have lost that uh, sense of being on a path that Neptune sun transits come around and it's as if there's a little magic or sparkle or synchronicities that line up and just remind us you are on a magical adventure. You are on a hero's journey. Your life is mythological. You know, uh, there are patterns and themes shaping your life. Your life is like a psychedelic mandala. Those kinds of experiences that, you know, we go through cycles of remembering these truths and then forgetting them. I love when Sun-Neptune transits come around because there's often a good chance that I will remember that life is this beautiful, mystical journey. And all of the cliches about life as a journey seem to be amplified and empowering when the Sun squares Neptune. And so it is one of my favorite qualities about the Sun square Neptune or Sun opposite Neptune or whatever because we can lose touch with those things. And when we're in touch with those things, we get the feeling that even the smallest things are part of the biggest things. And therefore life just takes on this, uh, it, it, there's a romantic feeling that comes with it. And we need that. We need, it's, like, it's like drawing water from a well. If you don't have that, life doesn't feel very good. But Sun Neptune can infuse within us the feeling that I am here for purposes bigger than what my mind can comprehend. And I just have to trust and go with it. Or it can give you a very specific sense of calling and purpose that stands out as though, you know, the fog has lifted and you're on the sea and you're able to see the stars and start navigating again. So I love the sun Neptune for the returning sense of, of our life's mission or purpose or the clarifying of it or just the mystical, magical reminder that life is heroic and mythological. Now, number two is mystery and magic. And I'm going to, I use that word mystery just, just a, a minute ago here, but I want to reiterate it and say something a little bit different. Now, the sun square Neptune is also about the way in which meaning evades us. Sometimes in life, you're walking along the path of life, so to speak, and you can only see a couple of feet in front of you. And you're, you're on a trail, you know you're on a trail, you have to walk slowly and you have to just trust, even though there's thick fog and you can only see the next couple of feet in front of you, you have to trust that it's going to be okay, just take the next step, just take the next step and eventually that fog will clear and you'll be able to see the bigger picture. There's a very mysterious and magical uh, sense that we get when the sun and Neptune come together that we're walking through the fog but that this fog is there for a very mysterious and magical reason to confound and confuse, uh, not out of any maliciousness, but so that we stay very present. Because then what happens is all of a sudden when the fog lifts, we see where we've been and why we've, why we haven't been able to see our surroundings maybe, or we start to, uh, remember that, um, like we've been okay. Our faith returns or something. So the fog is like, the fog and the sense of, of mystery goes right along with the sense of, of magic, um, that life is magical because at, in, in, for long stretches of time, you can't see what's going on. And there's a pervasive sense of life being mysterious and uncertain and that every step is sort of tentative. And then all of a sudden, magical things happen and they give you that faith and confidence and you can see the path for a little ways ahead of you again and then it gets shrouded all over. So we have to, we are always living this alternation between clarity and, um, you know, things that sort of uh, confound or uh, cloud our path and our sense of why we're here and what we're doing. 
And magic is always the, you could talk about magic as the relationship between cloudiness and clarity and the, the, the funny intelligence of the universe that is weaving clarity and confusion together back and forth in the human soul. And they're very Sun Neptune like that 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 dynamic is can be described as Sun Neptune. When I see when people have Neptune transiting their natal Sun in a hard aspect, say square opposition conjunction, people will go through periods of time where they feel like they have no idea what their life calling or purpose is. Um, they can only they're just sort of feeling their way through the darkness, um, and then all of a sudden the 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 magic returns. Oh look at that! I got all foggy. No, I'm, clear again. Okay. So there it is. So you, you, when people have the Neptune to sun transit in their chart, then suddenly um, they'll meet someone, they'll, they'll go, they'll have an experience. Um, a synchronicity will occur of some kind. And it, and it, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, this is why this is where it's been going. So that kind of alternation, mystery, magic, confusion, uncertainty, and the weaving together of those elements, very sun Neptune. Number three, memorializing or worshiping of solar figures. So a solar figure could be a father. It could be a celebrity. It could be a leader. It could be a politician. Um, it could be a, a like a military general or something. So anyone that stands out as like a king or a queen or a, a, a famous person or a leader or a, a, often a paternal image like a father that they will often die under sun or uh, or Neptune, sun or Uranus aspects to uh, the sun. Major outer planetary transits, especially Neptune and Pluto to the sun, can be about the death or passing away, the leaving of the soul from the body with, with respect to solar figures like fathers or, you know, famous people. Um, sun can be just fame in general, so famous people. Um and then there's, with Neptune especially, there's remembrance and memorialization, like a shrine or a, uh, a parade or some, some big uh, demonstration of remembering and sort of memorializing so that something lives on forever. So the act of memorialization is very Sun-Neptune, as is the worshiping of solar figures, which could be uh, gods or uh, you know religious activities or ceremonies or um, literal worship of the sun, for example, um, or even anything that celebrates, adores, or elevates and sort of, you know, places up on high, up on a pedestal, some kind of solar figure. This would all be Sun-Neptune-like, as well as the tendency of the ego to do this to itself or to others, as in worship of a guru, whether they're deserving or not. Um, and or the elevation, like delusions of grandeur can be a very Sun-Neptune dynamic as well. Number four would be confusion, wandering, and directionless. So the one of the things that can happen, and it, it, you know, I've I've painted a really positive picture so far about the confusion and the way that it's woven together with magic and clarifying things and taking you from a period of wandering into a, a period of inspiration or something like that. There is also, unfortunately, just the confusion, the wandering, the directionless. For example, Sun Neptune could be about someone, you know, drowning their sorrows in alcohol. Uh, it could be about trying to escape a, an uncomfortable reality. Sun Neptune can indicate suicide or, or, you know, like a dark night of the soul where you're lost. 
so there's a real heavy dark side to this where it's like the light is gone and I'm wandering in the dark and that can be pretty heavy. Um, and so the confusion, the wandering, the sense of being without direction, the feeling of being lost, of being overwhelmed, of losing the light, being at, there's a there's a scene in the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, which is one of the C.S. Lewis books that I love. I love all of them, but um, and that book in particular was written with the astrological and alchemical symbolism of the sun, like baked into the book. Um, if you ever want to read about that, check out the book Planet Narnia by Michael Ward, who is an Oxford Lewis scholar who basically proved that the seven chronicles of Narnia were each embedded with the symbolism of one of the seven traditional uh, medieval astrological um, planets. Uh, so at any rate, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, the sun book, and there's a piece of that adventure where the kids have to sail through like pitch black. They can't see anything. Um, and you know, it, it's a, like a little bit of a dark night of the soul for the kids. It can be like that. Sun Neptune can be like that. You have to have some kind of, uh, irrational faith to move through periods where it's dark and you can't see. So this can conjure up feelings of being lost and of, holding to faith when there's no really no reason there's nothing you can see or nothing there to affirm you know uh so that can be a dark part of it but a, a really you know thankfully the transit's pretty brief um but if you go through something like that you know the, the main thing is uh, in my experience be careful what you use to try to escape rather than staying present to the difficulty of the moment um sometimes you try to escape and you, you try to medicate and it ends up making things worse Number five is a timeless wisdom. Now, the sun was associated with the light of truth and wisdom. Uh, it was the planet that rejoiced in the ninth house, uh, which was called God, the ninth house was, and was associated with higher wisdom. Uh, the sun uh, rejoiced in that house and it was also associated with the uh, voice, the divine voice of intelligence that came from oracles. Uh, so the sun god Apollo was associated with oracles the oracular intelligence. Uh, it's not like the mar the sun has the corner, the market cornered on oracular or higher wisdom, but the sun was one of the emblems of the light of like the illuminating light of wisdom. And so when the sun hits Neptune, there can be this, first of all, you can get the false guru thing where people are presenting you with knowledge or wisdom that is somehow false or uh, phony, like a charlatan type of wisdom. Uh, that would be a dark side. But on the positive side, um, those experiences, like you're meditating, and it's as though in your mind, the clouds break open and a ray of light comes through, and there's just something you understand. That's very Sun Neptune. Um, the, the Sun Neptune experience grants this kind of subtle, um, all sort of in, enveloping sense of understanding or peace or serenity and, and sort of wisdom simultaneously. So it can be a great transit for, um, even if it's a small thing, grasping and understanding something with the higher mind. So anyway, these to me are the most um, beautiful and simplest ways of preparing ourselves for Neptune square the sun. Interesting that it's coming on Father's Day. The karma around fathers could be quite strong this Father's Day because of that sun Neptune square. Also a great time to memorialize uh, and celebrate those things that are good about our fathers. And if you had fathers where there was a lot of pain, there's a lot of grief, you didn't have a great dad or you didn't have a dad at all. You know, there, and I have, I have my own, uh, you know, story with my dad. I wrote a book about story with my dad and my grandfather and so forth that um, sometimes there, you can just take a moment on, on such a day to 
let go at a deeper level or to uh, do a little healing uh, for yourself, uh, to do some affirming of where you've been. And you know, sometimes it helps to say, whatever I got that was good, and maybe I don't even know what that is, thank you, because I'm going to release the rest of all that wasn't good and say thank you for even the little shreds of good that I did receive. If you grew up, you know, in a situation where, you know, dad didn't have much to give that was positive. Uh, so anyway, you know how to take care of yourself. And I, I trust that you will utilize this energy very nicely over the weekend. Can't wait to uh, hear your, read your comments in the comment section and uh, hear your own reflections and wisdom about the sun and Neptune. So that is it for today. I hope you guys have a great weekend and we'll see you again next week. Bye.